there's like an anniversary of something, we could do that. Um, well, I mean, it was just Kurt Cobain's birthday. It yeah, was, um, it was Kurt Cobain's birthday yesterday. The anniversary of the Beach House album. Right. We could do a thing on that. Yeah, we could do that. We could talk about Beach House or something. Yeah. But that's next week. This week on Where Are You Even Listening, we're going to be oh talking about um, <laughs> new album releases as per usual. I wasn't anywhere Some near the mic. And albums that, that have come out in the past week. So stay tuned right here on Where Are You Even Listening. <laughs> Save the fortune that I just got at my fortune cookie. This no, is the I fortune do I got. Again, thank okay. you. It's your attitude, not your aptitude, that determines your altitude. Which honestly, that is so much alliteration. Like that's too much for me almost. Like I can't deal with that precise of a fortune cookie. I just don't understand, like determines your altitude. Yeah. Like how high you are? In life. In life. Quotes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, what have um, you been listening to this week, Britton? Um, that's a really good question, because, like, nothing really came out. Um, like, nothing huge came out anyway. There was the re-release slash remake of, um, Twin Fantasy by Carsey Headrest, which I was excited for, and it's good. Like, it's it's fine. It's, it's the same album, obviously. It just sounds mm-hmm. better now, so that's kind of cool. Um, some of the songs have a little bit of, like, a different vibe-ish kind of thing to them like some of them were longer or a little shorter but uh, like literally the, Other than that, it's, it's the same the songs. same yeah but they're still good like they were they were good songs then and they're good songs now so nice there we go um fall Out boy has a spotify singles thing but i did not listen to it mostly out of principle because i didn't want to and i don't want to contaminate my spotify with that right you don't um, want people to think that's what you're listening to it records everything heaven's gate came up on a pl- podcast not a podcast i'm not speaking properly <laughs> um came out on a playlist this morning and i did not skip it so it's already too late for me <laughs> the damage is done yeah and then um i've been playing the um frank ocean cover of moon river a little bit since that came out eh, that's a good one and still listening to the black panther soundtrack and those two singles by blood orange that we talked about a couple weeks ago were released on spotify as well um on a little ep called black history so those have been good and i like yeah. those a lot how about you what have you been up to um well besides new stuff obviously um I've been kind of listening to a lot of Deftones and Soundgarden. Oh. So I, it's been a very specific move that I've that been in grunge. lately. You're yeah. That grunge. Yeah. And Marilyn moment. Manson, even though he seems to be like not, <laughs> he's he's been going through some stuff lately. Yeah, I, think. I don't I don't really want to know what's happening. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to know because I like his music and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to know if, if he's a bad person <laughs> so or or whatever. Yeah. And he's having meltdowns on stage and stuff, but you know, um and like. Specifically, I've been listening to a lot, a lot of Nirvana, mm. and even more specifically than that, um, MTV Unplugged set that they did in 1994. Yeah, the, um, the important. So good. 
Um, I like front to back. I just can't stop listening yeah, to no, it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the one Nirvana album. I think I've said this before, but that's the one Nirvana album that I do listen to. Like, actually, the yeah. rest, like, eh, sure. But that one is just, there's something about it that just gets me literally every time. I like it because, like, well, when it happened, well, I watched Montage of Heck, which was the mm-hmm. documentary on mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain that was released on HBO a few years ago. But, like, they went out there, and, like, everybody was expecting them, like, okay, they had their couple of hits, like, yeah. Smells Like Teen Spirit and um, a couple other ones. And they came out, and then they, you know, they covered Bowie and the Meat Puppets, and they, like, played their obscure songs that mm-hmm. people didn't necessarily know at the time. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, they did it. Building, and it was, like, an acoustic kind of set. Yeah, and building off of that, like, every decade has had a good cover of Man Who Sold the World by david bowie Mm -hmm. um it came out and then in the 80s we had the midgery cover that's really good in the 90s we had the nirvana cover and then so on and so forth obviously from then Mm -hmm. on but like it's just it's an important song it's a really good song and the fact that they covered it and what is probably one of the best versions of that song um on the album live it's it's a good time yeah did you do anything for kurt cobain's birthday um, I mean, the thing is, is when I started listening to going on my, like, Nirvana, like, all weekend and everything, it wasn't even really because it was his birthday, right. although it just happened to coincide with the fact that it was his birthday. Um, I didn't, I didn't really do anything besides listen to right. to his music and just wonder what could have changed musically for the world, but we'll never know, so. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> on that note... <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of dark. <laughs> what is going on in the, in the music world this week? Um, uh, in the music world, well, let's see. Um, there's a new Father John Misty song called Mr. Tillman, and Great. he's expecting his album to be released sometime next year. So that's fun. Um, it kind of sounds like he played it first in Tokyo, and um, then he released like the the title. Um, but it sounds kind of like something that would have been on Pure Comedy, to be honest. Oh. So, and well, I know you didn't. Know, we all know how much of a hit that one was. Yeah, I mean, you consider it to be an over one of the most overrated albums of the year. I so. do. And I, I do. didn't mind it, but. <laughs> I, I mean, it was fine, but I don't think it was really particularly praiseworthy, especially when you like take into mind his previous releases. But right, I mean, obviously, I Love You, no Honey, Honey Bear, Bear is yeah. definitely yeah. better, but. Um, we'll see what's to come for um, a new album release, so I'm excited for it, as I am for all Tillman projects. Right. Are <sighs> you excited for all of the bands that are not going to be at the Final Warped Tour? Um, yeah, I'm excited that they're not going because they're not even bands I really like that much, oh, excluding Paramore. Oh, wow, that's a hot take. <laughs> that is the hottest of takes right here. Um, yeah, so Blink-182 apparently not going to be there. That's Paramore, a loss. They're touring. Like, right now, so, like, that's not really, you know, unless they just work that into the legs of their tour, like, that's not really going to make a whole lot of sense. Right. Um, Yellow Card doesn't exist anymore, contrary to popular belief. Yeah. And My Chemical Romance should probably never reunite, so. That's a hot take. Oh, no. And apparently they're going to look in to say anything. Which Great. Oh, can't wait. I, I like say anything, so I'm, I'm offended at your sarcasm right now. But, um, yeah, so... Basically, we know that Blank 182, Paramore, and the Rejects are not all not going to be there. As the, of right now. As of right Unless now. this is like mark, break reverse psychology marketing. <gasps> that would they, be so smart. they actually mean that this is what the lineup's going to be. Well, somebody tweeted, I think the, 
the lead singer of um, All American Rejects like tweeted at um, Warped Tour and said like we just couldn't work it into our schedule, but we for thanks now. for the for the memories or whatever, even though they thanks weren't so the great. <laughs> It's not even their song. I know, but it's still, it works. Fall Out Boy is so warped to her Not material. anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Not since Young and Menace. But, um... I'd argue not since Save Rock and Roll, but sure. Alright. Sure. Um, it's been a minute. But yeah, so that's, I mean, it's coming to an end this year, so I hope they get get a somewhat nice lineup as a, as a kind of... Are you gonna go? You gonna no, go but I just tour? want them to have a decent, like, send-off, I guess. I have know. you gone i think i went once mm. um it's vague in my memory maybe maybe was blink did blink 182 has probably gone did, i think several, one of those ones several times, yeah because yeah. i definitely remember seeing blink when i went through that phase i feel like if you had been to a warp tour you'd remember it because everyone remembers their time at the warped tour I mean, I've just been to so many concerts that I don't. <laughs> like, yeah, they all mesh. So many concerts. <laughs> they all mesh together at this point. I possibly pick one now. Okay, was there? Did Warp Tour come to Darien Lake? Probably. Because then it definitely happened. Because I've seen so many concerts at Darien. I mean, Lake. I'm not. I, I don't pay attention to Darien Lake for various reasons. One, because yeah. it's not great. It's a terrible venue. Yeah, don't ever, don't ever go there. Um, it's terrible. But I've seen many concerts there. Um, because mm. it's just one of the main ones. Yeah. We both sighed at the same time. Uh, mine was more of a response to yours, I think. Right. But speaking of long sighs, you can go ahead. <laughs> Radiohead announced their North American tour for 2018. God, I can't. 2018. 2018. <laughs> um, so some of, these, some of these dates include a bunch at New York, um... Two in Montreal, two in Toronto, one in Detroit, one in Columbus, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Boston. Going to be at Philadelphia two nights. Are you going to go? July 31st and August 1st. Am I going to go? Yeah. Am I going to go to yeah. Radiohead? In, of course I'm going to go to Radiohead. That's why I was wondering why you had that reaction. <laughs> like, yes, are, are you going to go? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'll try to probably. Um... I saw Radiohead once, and they like, it, it. They were good. Don't get me wrong. It was it was a great set. We did leave early, mm-hmm. and didn't get to hear them play Creep. Well, because yeah, because it was at Coachella. Yeah, and it was it was we were there all day, and, and yeah. it was tiring. But they came on late, and then did this like fifteen minute long intro thing, and we were not have nobody in the audience was having that because like we yeah. just had to wait yeah. for them for like a long time. I can imagine that they're gonna be one of those bands where it's like. You get there, and they don't start until an hour after doors, and then there's like a 35-minute long intro thing. No opener, but a 35-minute <laughs> long intro thing, um, and then they play like four songs, and then there's a break, and then it just keeps going for the rest of the night for like a five-hour long show, and everyone's miserable by the end, and <laughs> I'm not going to want to be there. Yeah, And also, like, I don't know if I want to, if I really want to see Radiohead like fan base in real life like that kind of scares me i mean everybody i mean yeah yeah like, I, I don't want to know what a diehard radio fan looks like <laughs> that's my thing it's like that worries me because it's probably going to be some dark reflection of myself that i don't want to like deal with or acknowledge exists <laughs> that's great um 
talk to my brother. He really likes her. <laughs> <anyone. laughs> no, me too. That's the problem. Oh, great. Well, you know, <laughs> Beach House announced a deluxe vinyl reissue yeah. of Devotion to mark its 10-year anniversary. I'm really excited. I can't wait to get that in the mail. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm like I'm counting super, that in the days. I've never been so excited, excited for a record of the month. I don't think yet. Hmm. For vinyl, I mean, please. So. I was super excited about the Gorillas one. I um, signed up the month after right. that. So. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, that's a really good album. Very, very good album. Very like, this was my senior year of high school album. Um, that's when I kind of found them and started listening to it and stuff. But it looks really, it's, like, super pretty. It's got, like, gold kind of inset to it, new art and such. Um, So if you like, if you like Beach House. Yeah. And you like vinyl. And, you know, because, you know, The weekend sampled them a bunch on Trilogy. And he sampled this, a song from this album on um, For Loft Music. Mm -hmm. So that was good. So... You could sign up um, for for Vinyl Me, please. If you sign up by March 19th, you'll get the record. Yeah. So yeah. You got some time. Yeah. I'm also just looking in the Radiohead tickets for Philly are on sale on the 23rd. So that's Friday? Yeah. Right. Are you ready? Uh, I guess I will be. I don't <laughs> know. I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> Glowbug, a, a musical experience that I'm confident I'm the only person in this room knows about. Do you know Glowbug? I know her like I've heard of, never listened to. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm talking like 143 views on YouTube. Indie. Um, But Glowbug is Daniel Anderson from Idiot Pilot. A band that I liked a lot when I was younger. I like Idiot Pilot. I love Idiot Pilot. Um, they had their one song, Retina in the Sky, was on the Transformers One soundtrack. Um, but they they have they had really good music and then disappeared. Um, and then Michael disappeared, who was the singer, and Daniel started doing more projects and stuff. And his newest one or slash the one that's been going on since like 2010 is Glowbug. And like started out as just like electronic stuff. And then started incorporating vocals, and then got to kind of like this post-punk electronic style sound okay. um, on his two newer albums. With a lot of like, there are a lot of features. There are a lot of fun. Um, the tagline for a lot of them is like tropical songs about death and dying, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. Usually. So, so my question is, why are a new album of just Weezer covers? You, you mean, why is there a new album of just Weezer covers coming out? Yeah. Called Weezing? It's called Weezing? Yeah. At least that's what the, that's what the, the like, thumbnail was. Oh, no. And it's out on Friday. Oh, no. So I'm excited. What songs are going to be on it? Uh, Island in the Sun. Island in the Sun, Beverly Hills, you know, the top hits. The classics? The classics. Wow. In the mall. Say it ain't so. Probably. I'm excited. Anyth- anything from the new album? I honestly, I didn't watch the whole tr- announcement trailer because I was scared. And it was, <laughs> I was in the office and I didn't want to bother anyone with that. So. <laughs> I love what you wrote in your description. You wrote, Glowbuck has a new album next week and it's just Weezer covers, kill, and nothing else. <laughs> Are you trying to say like you want to kill somebody else? Like, no, it's just Just kill, kill that's just all. just kill, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get it. <laughs> That's great. Oh. <laughs> you know what else is great? The Nationals' Matt Berenger is creating, starring, 
and starring in a TV show about his life. Because if America doesn't have enough shows about angry alcoholics on TV. (laughs) Have you seen the documentary Mistaken for Strangers that his brother made? No. Dude is an asshole. I've heard of it, though. Like... Wait, his brother is, or... His brother made a documentary about their tour for High Violet. Um, like, right before um, Trouble with Jaime came out. Okay. It's, like, kind of leading up to that, basically, and, like, the touring leg and everything. And, like, dude's, like, drunk on stage all the time, yelling, being angry on the tour bus and stuff. I mean, he seemed pretty chill when I when I saw him at Town Ballroom. Yeah, maybe he's calmed down. Maybe. Or maybe he was just, like, drunk still. Like, I could see it. But <laughs> <laughs> I could, looking in hindsight, I could I could see that being sure. a possibility. But, wow, okay. Do you know what, like, network or, or anything this is attributed to? <sighs> Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> he said that it won't see the light of day for this year now, so that's how far along it is. And that's all I know about it. For I mean, that. I won't, I won't be counting down the days. There's not even a date to count down to, so. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we'll be right back. And when we are, we'll talk about some recently released music and stuff coming up in the next week. Stay tuned. So our album of the week for like the next 14 weeks is probably going to end up being the Black Panther soundtrack, but... Yeah. Instead... We've just decided for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Official best album. But um, for this week, we're going to talk about some of our favorite other soundtracks that are not Black Panther from movies thus far that we've seen. Um, and also TV shows and stuff, I guess, is mm-hmm. like just broader thing. But mm. um, I picked three. Um, Natalie picked two in an honorable mention. Two in honorable mention song scenes. Oh. In movies. Great. Um, <laughs> and we literally just figured this out seconds ago. Yeah, so we that just is literally why there so... are three, otherwise we would have had longer yeah. lists, I'm sure. But um, my picks are Black Panther, obviously. Um, the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack is one of my favorites, predominantly because it features a lot of songs written by Beck and then performed by like everyone that's actually in it. So Michael Sarah, Allison Pill, and Mark Weber. Um, and then Beck. And it also has some great songs by, like, the Beachwood Sparks, it's got the Black Lips, it's got T-Rex, it's got the Blue Tones, and of course Plumtree, whose song Scott Pilgrim actually inspired Scott Pilgrim. Um, And it has Black Sheep by Metric, which was, like, a really, really good song, and still is a really, really good song. Um, So there's that. I love that one. And then, like... I was pretty much raised on the Garden State soundtrack, so I kind of have to include that. Um, You know, with, like, Coldplay and The Shins and Zero Seven and Thievery Corporation, Iron and Wine, Fro Fro. Great songs that I listened to my entire childhood that will stick with me forever. All right. Thanks, Zach (laughs) Braff. 
Um, for me, obviously, Black Panther is going to forever be in like one of my top movie soundtracks. Yeah. Um, but we talked in depth about that last week, so we, we won't bore you with that again. Um, but definitely, hear me out. The Harry Potter soundtrack score is so good, and it's in my top of all time, and it always will be. Like, do you mean, like, all of them combined? Or is there, well, like, a specific one? Well, if I had one? to pick one, I do like, I mean, I do like all of them, but I really like <laughs> The Prisoner of Azkaban and The Goblet of Fire. Hmm. Both have really great soundtracks. The Prisoner of Azkaban, I loved so much that I used to dance, and I made a dance routine to the end credits where it mixed together all the yeah. songs. Um, yeah, the I, made, I made, like, a ballerina dance to it. Um, wow. That was great. <laughs> so thanks Patrick Doyle for that. Um <laughs> and also maybe it's not everybody's favorite movie, but the Twilight soundtrack was really good. Oh yeah, no. Like like, like Twilight just throw it out the, there. First one, the first one. Yeah. The first one. The first one. With Decode by Yeah. Paramore. Decode by Paramore. Yeah. And then you have like Radiohead played at the end, mm-hmm. Fifteen Step mm-hmm. and Iron and Wine was in it. Yeah. And um Supermassive Black Hole by Muse, the one song that I actually like by Muse was in it. I remember that so, being on there, too. What's the one that was they, a pivotal what's scene. The one they slow dance, too? That was the Iron Wine yeah, song. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, this is all off the top of my head. I'm not looking at any, like, <laughs> I knew this. I'm not looking at anything for no, that reference. Was, that was an important soundtrack. Like, and then for honorable mention songs, um, the Tiny Dancer scene in Almost Famous. Oh, okay. I, that was, like, just, that was great. And then the Bohemian Rhapsody scene in Wayne's World. Those are my song yeah, scene no, honorable mentions because those are very important. Um, if I, I mean, if I had a longer time to like think of a list, I probably would have thought of other things. Mm-hmm. But no, absolutely. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Rapid some, fire. <laughs> rapid fire response to what our favorite <laughs> movie soundtracks are. Um. So what's coming out? Well, well, <laughs> I'm coming. You want the world to know? Yeah. You're going to let it show? Um, well, this week, Cause Affected came out. Uh, it's the sophomore album follow-up to Cause and Effect. Uh, only two that tracks really stood out to me. Uh, Hustler's Story with Kendrick Lamar is pretty good, probably just because Kendrick Lamar is in it. Well. Um, and he makes everything better. Generally speaking. And Zendaya with J. Cole is a pretty good vibe. It just makes me think that he's probably just better when he collabs. Yeah, which, I mean, that's fair. That's fine. It happens. You know, it definitely yeah. does happen, and that's the one that I liked also when I listened to it. Um, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Car Seat Headrest's remake of Twin Fantasy came out, um, which, just like the first version of the album, it's really good. But um, Beast Life in Death specifically, Stop Smoking, We Love You, Sober to Death, um, they're all really good, and Nervous Young and Humans being like kind of like the big track from that album sounds really good in the new release, so... There's also Nipsey Hussle released mm-hmm. Victory Lap, which I think a lot of people are excited about, but I didn't totally get the appeal. I, I guess Nipsey Hussle is just not for me. Of Nipsey Hussle. I've heard of him, but like never really. I mean, he collabed with Kendrick on it, so we're really getting blessed with some Kendrick <laughs> like working with a lot of people <laughs> lately. But um, it, nothing on it really stood out too much to me. Gotcha. Um, how to Solve Our Human Problems Part 3 by Bell and Sebastian finally came out after like 14 years of being on Album of the Year coming out this week list. Right. Um, it wasn't actually 14 years, but it's been a while since the last Bell and Sebastian, like actual. So alt, so trendy is what I thought of when I heard that. <laughs> like when I listened to it, I was like, that that's the only thing that comes to mind. It's, yeah, it's fine. Um, 
It's very, very mid two thousands indie slash alternative. Kind of reminded me of Phoenix a little bit. Yeah, Just yeah, a like bit. they're definitely going for kind of a more modern sound with it, but it doesn't feel quite modern enough to I think appeal to a lot of audiences at the moment. But there's definitely some Bell and Sebastian diehards that will absolutely love it, and that's good. Great, an American Pleasure Club. A whole fucking lifetime of this. I love that album <laughs> really, name. Really I good love name. it so much. Um, and there was a time when I needed it. It has a very catchy gu- guitar riff that mm-hmm. I'm a fan of. But very Elvis depressedly. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that's the whole... That's what I was thinking of the whole time I was listening to it. I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, once you... As soon as you <laughs> say that, like, Elvis depressedly has such a, like, succinct sound. And like it's a ve- it's a very specific moment being captured with with that s- style of songwriting, basically. Um, it's also like the kind of thing that I get really into for like a week and a half, and then it's just kind of tiring to kind right. of listen to it. Um, specifically, like the Elvis Presley album that has Pepsi Coke Suicide on it. It's just like, eh. like <laughs> I I'm not in the mood. <laughs> you really have to be like. Yeah. I feel like you get sort of like. I don't know down yeah, yeah yeah down that's good that's a good word that's a good word <laughs> mark renner released a few choices last week and i don't really have too much to say about it i mean i'm gonna be real with you for a second there was no way in hell i was gonna listen to all 21 tracks yeah like no i, I like understand. not even because it's bad it just like really dragged on and i was just like i'm done <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> but like i really i really want to set the scene for the second song sure. saints and sages okay sure. ready mm-hmm. i'm gonna set the scene no you go girl it's 1989 okay summer has just begun okay but it's already been a long year you've been tested You'd face hardships, wow. but you persevered. Okay. You hop in your red Mustang as you drive to no destination. You just want to feel the wind blowing through your hair. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a mood. It's the ending of Cruel Intentions, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's really that's what I no, felt like. I was like, this is I'm gonna drive into yeah. the summer in this song. Yeah, that's kind of it though. But like. I, like you said, like, I saw it was 21 tracks, like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All like, right. We don't need to do this. <laughs> it's fine. You can keep it. <laughs> um, for some singles, we got the Moon River cover by Frank Ocean, which is Frank Ocean covering Moon River and goes about as well as you would expect it to because yeah. it's Frank Ocean and he's great at everything. Exactly. And a lot of people have covered that song, I think. So oh. many people have covered it. I mean, Frank Sinatra that. did. Aretha franklin did i think there's a cover of it for bayonetta 2 the video game available now on the switch i mean frank ocean could release a single of him coughing into the microphone for three minutes and people would be like yes "Yes!" it's art (laughs) thank you frank bless and then like a whole recycle of those articles like frank is not your symbol would come out it's like just relax (laughs) yo blonde's a good album but like chill Exactly. The Neighborhood released a new single, Void. Um, I don't know why they're, like, hell-bent on releasing a bunch of EPs instead of just releasing an album. Like, is that Jesse Rutherford's, like... You gotta just keep going. Content creation (laughs) 24-7. Keep them hooked. (laughs) Is this some sort of marketing plan? Yeah, no, if if they get away from the sound of The Neighborhood, they aren't gonna want to come back. So you gotta just keep going. Right, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then Beach House's new song. Which, I don't... 
Love I don't, glow. I don't love it. It's all right. I actually like it. I know you weren't the biggest fan, but I like it a lot, to be honest. The more I listened to it, the more I liked it. Um, every Beach House song sort of sounds the same in a way, but I'm fine with it. Like, no, that's like 100% correct. But so. like, it, it wasn't really like unique enough, I don't think, for for like the single, I feel like. Right. Um, Like if that's the whole direction, if everything on that album sounds like that, and just kind of like it didn't it didn't feel like there was a lot of effort really it just it was just like here you go this is us i guess we, i liked it so i i di- i disagree but you know, me and britain don't disagree a lot on this podcast so mark this down this is like rare it's, just, it's okay <laughs> like it's not it's not amazing i'm not dropping everything yeah it's not going to go down as like one of my favorite beach house songs no but. But, like, it's fine. Like, we'll play it, I'm sure, on the radio show. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's it's there for you. It's there. Yeah. It's there. And then so is uh, Courtney Barnett, Nameless Faceless. That's there, too. You know. Definitely there. And she's she's working on a new album, so that'll be fun. I feel like if you like Angel Olsen... Yeah. You'll probably be into it, so... Remember, speaking of Angel Olsen, remember when um, Franz Ferdinand covered... Shot I'm trying me. to forget. I wanted to block that from my memory. I almost succeeded until you brought it up just now. Yeah, so if you haven't <laughs> seen Franz Ferdinand cover Shut Up, Kiss Me by Angel Olsen, that exists. Yeah, you, you should. You've been warned. Definitely but, like, Google it's it. It's really bad. As <laughs> as you can imagine, that song being sung by anyone else other than Angel Olsen would go. Yeah, it was it was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Almost as comfortable as Fergie's national anthem. Ooh, topical. <laughs> We're really bringing it in, bringing it back. <laughs> We're really going for it today. <laughs> um, All the shade. Also, Drum and Diplo had a song called Look Back, and it's pretty fun. I forgot Diplo existed, but... I, I didn't, because I know so many people that are like ED, hardcore EDM fans, so... Oh. I'll never forget, as much as I try. <laughs> Speaking of things that you'll never forget as long as you try, Our Lady Peace has a new album coming out. Yeah. yeah, I think. Um, I'm just a little confused. A little I confused. don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, there's not much coming out this week. Of, really, like, there's of note. Literally nothing. There's Reggie and the Full Effects 41, which is fine if you like Reggie and the Full Effect. Um, there's S. Carey's Hundred Acres, which if you like depressing music, there you go. And then Our Lady Peace, something else, and like I. Superman's Dead is the only song I, I ever baffled. care to listen to by Our Lady Peace. And I'm just shocked. I'm shook. <laughs> <laughs> but you have those things to look forward to, as well as another episode of Where You Even Listening yeah. next week. So get excited for that. It's always a good time. Yeah. Um, drop Where us. You've been listening. We haven't done that, like, bit in no, a while. It's probably for the best. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> drop us a line with your favorite soundtracks on movies. Yeah. Or TV shows. We or didn't really TV go shows. over TV yeah. shows, but... Um, TV shows, I mean, there's some good ones. There's Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. I didn't even watch Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks, but I love the soundtrack. Yeah, no, the <laughs> soundtrack's amazing. Um, and then you have, like, The Vampire Diaries. I Oh, my God. Isn't and... that soundtrack amazing for the whole show? Every season is so good. Yeah. And also Shameless has a there's good soundtrack. Just, there's, there's a lot I learned about Vampire Diaries, because I would... I would go to look up Natalie's, like, songs that she wanted to put in for Subverse, and then it, the only versions <laughs> I'd be able to find would be, like, 
from Vampire Diaries. And I was like, are you are you kidding me? I can't help like, that they play good music. Your true nature was revealed. I can't help it, okay? <laughs> it's not my fault. Also, One Tree One, Hill, One Tree Hill yeah. plays a lot of good yeah, music. Like, where, they play a lot of The Cure. Um, so. Pinback was on the OC at oh my one God. point. I yeah. never watched the OC. Me neither, but those soundtracks still exist. They're still on Spotify. So yeah, so let us know. Thanks for listening to Were You Even Listening? We'll be back at some point. Yeah. Uh, it's always so uneventful. I never have a, so a good way to end it. Well, that seemed pretty good.